Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Rachel. Good morning. Good Good morning. morning. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Fake or For Real. How are you? Great. How are you guys doing this morning with full bellies? Very satisfied. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. You are not kidding. (laughs) We're doing good. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you three headlines here, and if you can pick the real one, then you're going to go see Alanis Morissette, okay? Excellent. All right. So is the real one A. Drunk wedding guest steals the cake. To B. Couple gets a knockdown fight at their wedding reception after groom smashes cake and bride's hair. Or C. A wedding crasher got caught stealing thousands from weddings in three states. Uh, B? B. No, it's not B. Although you can totally, I wouldn't blame her one bit for clocking him one if he got cake in my hair. Yeah. <laughs> not really. I never advocate violence. But here we go. It is not that one. It is the wedding crasher stealing thousands from weddings in three states. Oh, wow. oh I knew it. Yeah, some people don't like going to weddings of people they know. But this woman enjoys going to weddings of people she doesn't know. So she can rob them. A 57-year-old woman named Sandra Henson just pleaded guilty to larceny, trespassing, and disturbing the peace after crashing a wedding in September and stealing from people. Mm. But this is not her first rodeo. She's been walking into strangers' wedding receptions for at least six years now. Oh, fun. Wow. And she's been doing this in at least three states that we know of, Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi, and stealing from the bride, groom, and their guests. Everybody. Oh, yeah. she's wow. insane. She digs through purses while guests are distracted during those those memorable moments. Sure. The garter. And she also snatches presents off of gift tables. And she's made off with tens of wow. thousands of dollars in cash. That's so ballsy. Credit cards, gifts. We was able to identify this woman. It seems to be an ongoing thing, maybe an addiction or something that um, she just feels like that nobody will ever catch on to. Yeah, that's Major Kelly McMillan talking about one of the receptions that she crashed. But usually when people would go like to take pictures of the couple leaving the venue, she would stay inside and allegedly steal from guests' purses and take the wedding gifts, including the cash envelopes. Uh, She was caught, though, when a woman went back into the wedding venue to get something and caught her in the act. Mm. Various wedding parties are upset that she's not getting much jail time for ruining people's wedding days. Well, you could see, too, like, you know how I usually take cash in an envelope to a wedding. So if she took, you know, just envelopes of money, right. I mean, just yeah. right off the gift table. And, yeah. and the bride and groom probably don't even know that it was no, taken. Right. Wow. Because they like, never got it. Correct. Although, you know, the Aunt Carol is wondering why she never got a thank you note. Yes. Jeff yeah. never gave me any money. And I would like to just apologize to anyone that came to our wedding. We looked at our thank you card box that we have not started last week. Oh, you did? It's been over a year. It's been over a it year. It might just be a holiday How long card. do you have? I was it- told a year. You oh. have up to a year. You usually do have a year. But you know what? I feel like that's something that's going by the wayside, too. Like thank you cards for wedding presents. Yeah. yeah. Thank you if Sometimes you're listening they're just went, texting you. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. It. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. That was a it was fun a night. Lovely. Yeah, we got some good group photos out of that night. Yeah, we did. Uh, what is it? Seven sixteen now. 
And we got a classic second date update you might have missed the first time around, but it's new to you next. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I, I just don't spend a lot of time thinking about the apocalypse. Maybe I should. End of I day. know well, there are some doomsday preppers out there. You've been, well, you've been preparing for end of days because, you know. You've been trying to get right with Jesus for a long time, just in case. Borrowing a page from my mother's. <laughs> you know, I, this, listen, I was brought up in the church uh-huh. and my mother, I can't tell you how many times throughout the course of her life, she'd say, it's the end of days. This is it. It's coming soon. It wouldn't surprise me one bit if it happens in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking... No disrespect, but people have been saying that since the beginning of time. Well, eventually they're going to be right. See, I don't. Eventually, wanna, I don't want to think about. Be right. I don't want to think about massive like floods or earthquakes or plagues. Well, national disasters are one thing. World War Three, you know, nuclear war is a different that. story. I don't want to think about zombies. <laughs> I'm just going to be unprepared. <laughs> so what? Yeah. Well, whether you're talking zombies. Yeah. Or asteroids. Vampire takeovers. Or another Y2K, which that was stupid because nothing <laughs> happened. Yeah. In general, how do you think you would fare in an apocalypse? Define apocalypse yeah. exactly. What is going to happen We're talking in nuclear apocalypse? War. Okay. I'm going down. I already know. We're talking zombies. <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you're living in a city that's a target... You're not going to have to worry about this. Because you're yeah. done. Right. With what's out there, you're done. They hit the city, you're done. You're already, yeah. Exactly. It's already over for you. A new poll found a third of us think that we would be amongst the last people standing. So some of us are being a little overconfident here. But the top reasons people think they would do well are based on their solid survival skills and their ability to adapt in any situation. See, I watch um, Naked and Afraid sometimes. Yeah. Which is, I wouldn't say it's like apocalyptic type stuff, but essentially they take someone and they take away all their clothing and they put them into an environment, whether it be like the Amazon or the Louisiana swamp or whatever, and they put them with somebody else and they usually allow them to have one thing, like a machete or a flint or something. And immediately, every time I watch that show and they take them to like a water, I was like, there's no way I would live. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be able to swim or I wouldn't be able to 
keep myself from getting sunburned. Yeah. Like, how do you do all that stuff? I think part of it is just going to be, I, I'll, they'll get me. I, I I won't go in the first round. I think I'll last a little longer. Because you'll be hiding you'll in hang your in closet. There. No, I think it has to be about awareness. Oh. The same the same thing that we deal with in current life. Some people are just more aware of Everything. what's going on than others. Yeah. And I think if you can be a little aware, you might be able to make it a little longer. I'm not worried about swimming or sunburn. I'm yeah. a, I'm already. They're just going to eat your brain and then you'll be done. <laughs> right. Yeah, that this might be my favorite stat. People were asked to name the top teammates they'd want on their apocalypse survival team. Oh, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson got more votes than Superman. Oh, for sure. He seems pretty resourceful. I want that guy that does uh, Bear bear Grills or Bear Grills oh, or whatever yeah, his name yeah. is. Oh, yeah. yeah. That guy He's will eat good. anything. Yeah. That's just like, well, I was cold last you, night, so I slept yeah. inside teach you how the skin to eat of rocks. a camel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, I watched him one time drink filtered urine from a camel. Oh, God. Yeah. And, be a bitch and, and, and I, ate a sheep eyeball. If I had to do that kind of stuff, I think I would just probably die. just choose to die. <laughs> I just don't know I could do it. I think I would just lay down and surrender and I'm say, good you. Lord, take me. Yep. Yeah. Now, there are people who are bona fide doomsday preppers and, you know, they have got like non-perishable food items that'll last them years you know they've got little bunkers built and shelters set up and well there's a bit what is the name of the big the food company that sends you like years worth of food dried food that doesn't expire forever i don't know what oh, is there, that food company? there Hostess? is one <laughs> that was a good one might be twinkies yeah. no you would two thousand calorie a day is it food? like Meal astronaut kits? food? No, it's huh. like a real deal. I mean, I know some people that have purchased a couple of years worth of food because they're concerned. Now, I will tell you when the pandemic first happened, when COVID was first happening. Yes. We did put like a box of food in the basement and a case of water and stuff just to be like, well, if yep. it's going to end, we'll have to all be together. And we bought one of those uh, crank battery operated uh, radio light things. Yep. Right. Yep. So we had that. Hmm. And then, my, you know, the next year when we went back to that part of the basement, I was like, oh my gosh, we got to figure out what we're going to do with this food. Yeah. I saw a report on 60 Minutes where they had these uber rich people that, you know, were buying these like underground bunkers in the middle of Oklahoma or Kansas someplace on the plains of nowhere. Getting ready. Where they can, which is great if you got that kind of money. Uh, but, you know, for the average Joe, uh, you know, they don't have a lot of options, mm -hmm. fortunately. So, mm. but uh, yeah, a third of us think we'd be amongst the last standing in, in an apocalypse, whatever that looks like. Also this morning, back to food. If you're in charge of mashed potatoes this Thanksgiving... You might have strong opinions about this. What's the best type of potato to use? So last night I used the Yukon Golds. I prefer those potatoes over others. I do too. Okay. okay. Um, and I boiled, cut them up with this and washed them, scrubbed them, cut them up. But you didn't peel them. I did not peel them. I boiled them, ran the water, you know, rinse them off, all that, and then. Uh, Put in butter, sour cream, salt, little Parmesan, little garlic powder. Do you put And the then I hand mash them with that hand masher thing I have. So, so you, you don't whip them. Yeah, so you no. leave the peel on there then too? They're oh. more rustic mashed potatoes. 
Hashtag less work. Yeah. Right. They turned out pretty good, I thought. Well, Yukon Golds are good because they're smoother and have a buttery texture, and they also absorb less water than russet potatoes, so there's less of a chance that your Yukon Gold mashed potatoes will get runny or mushy if you mess something up. Okay. Good. Mm. Well, <laughs> good to know. Good, good for me. I feel like a lot of people do the Yukons, yeah. like Jeff is saying. But if you want light and fluffy mashed potatoes, then... You do want to use the russet potatoes. What your dad use? Because those were more light and fluffy. I think he uses the russet. He yeah. likes a good Idaho potato. Russet, that's the same type you use for a baked potato. They're starchier than other options. Yeah. Uh, and that tends to add more fluff to your mashed potatoes. Just don't over mash them or they can get too sticky. That was going to be my question. Do you guys like the lumps in the potatoes or are you? I do. I do. Oh, no, so I don't you either. like it like... Pretty like smooth kind and of creamy, like whipped almost. Yes, Jen and I are on the same pages. See, yeah. I like a good chunk potatoes. in there, so I know it's real deal. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, same. if you want light and fluffy, but also creamy, then you can use a mix of the two, russet, russet and Yukon Gold. That is allowed. You could do like a two to one ratio with more Yukon oh. than russet if you want. Mm-hmm. I never thought about mix that. it. Up. That's not a bad idea. And if you want to avoid all the peeling. Uh, even though Tim does not peel his Yukon Golds, most people do. However, if you don't want to, you can go the route that Tim takes. Or red potatoes come highly recommended when it comes to avoiding the peeling. The red peels should basically fall off after they're boiled anyway. Or you can leave them on and do more of a smashed potato thing like Tim does. Yeah, that's cool. <sighs> All right, so I looked up the survival food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is it? Okay. My Patriot Supply is the name of the company. Oh, What's it called? My Patriot Supply? My Patriot Supply. They ship fast, but get a load of this. Of course, it's got a patriotic angle on it. A shelf life of up to 25 years. Ooh. Uh, 2000. Well, well, who's going to come back and say, hey? <laughs> so a three-month emergency food supply. This is 2,000 or more calories a day. So for three months, one person, $797. Three meals a day for three months. What kind of foods are so, we talking about? What does that here? come oh, out to see. a day? Like chili. <clears throat> well, it looks like there's some cornbread here. New varieties are being added every day. Mac and cheese, creamy chicken flavored rice, creamy stroganoff, mm. homestyle potato soup, cheesy broccoli soup, creamy Alfredo pasta, chili mac, spaghetti, honey wheat bread. Wow, this this could be everyday food. I know. Let's buy it and eat it now. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.